Hello, thanks for tuning in again for another podcast on the PM Spazio. Yo, it's the bull. Who? The bull. Yo, it's the bull. George O the PM. And I got something to say about all this white space that I see in the fitness niche. What's up again, y'all? Um, <clears throat> so today I'm just like, I'm like going through, I'm on IG and I'm kind of like looking at all of these different, um, uh, all of these different fitness um, accounts and something that I've been thinking about for, so actually this podcast is, is in two parts. All right. I'll get back to what I was saying. I cut myself off, but this podcast is in two parts. The first part is dealing with the problems that I see in the fitness niche and how we're using technology, right? And then the second part is bringing an understanding and some awareness to the fact that there is a difference between innovation and renovation. So a lot of times we think we're doing something so new, right? in certain niches and in certain industries and, 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 and we don't realize that what we're actually doing is just renovating concepts. We're, we're looking at a couple of other concepts and we're, we're just renovating the whole space. We're not changing too much. We just add some colors, we moving some things around and then we like, Oh yeah, we got this awesome. And it's like, there's a big difference, uh, you know, so that'll be the second podcast. Um, I say it's a two part series, put it like that. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is like this um, issue that I see. One of the things that, you know, bothers me about business and commerce and not so much bothers me in respect to the fact that like I don't like it what bothers me is that we spend so much time like hurrying up and I know because I do it in other aspects of my life and I had to catch myself so that's why I can really see what's going on even the more but it's like let's take the fitness fitness uh niche for instance right you know we don't we still after all of these years have not created a a a intuitive um um really thoughtful process that would take what we do as personal trainers as fitness coaches as yoga teachers as whoever you know your particular uh uh title or occupation head is we don't we don't we don't translate those experiences that we provide to our clients, to people, um, into really technology-based uh, um, experiences. Many people just don't know, and that's cool. I get that. There's a lot of people that just don't know. And, you know, um, People don't really know how to translate those experiences into something that lives on your iPhone or your watch or your Apple TV or your iPad. And I get that. And that's that's one of the reasons why I started the, my company, White Spazio, because I had the privilege of being able to um, um, kind of like go around my world of life 
and 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 experience different um segments of work nine to five i was personal trainer i worked in food service i did hospitality so i had a lot of experiences in different things and that experience that i had dealing with uh personal training myself being overweight seeing the process and building and then just really having a mindset a logical mindset and a mindset that um lended itself towards certain core values which one of them being um always having perspective or in the second one being always having context about um, situations, circumstances, so that you could then better um, make better choices in the future or, or find better ways to resolve, you know, pain points in life. And when I look at the fitness industry, I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like, exactly me repeating myself. I'm just like at a loss for words because I'm like, after all of these years, we still focusing on one of my big problems is we still focusing on metrics that don't really help people understand how to be better fitness operators. And when I say fitness operators, I mean, just not just doing the exercise, not just working out. I'm getting healthy. Y your body looks great. What I'm saying, when you are an operator, you understand why. This stuff works. Why is necessary? Why um, things work the way that they do? How they work, and you're able to disseminate that information to other people in your family and your tribe and your group and your circle and your neighborhood. And for so many years, we still are building applications, or people are still building applications. And, and to say, oh, I got an app and they put an app in the store. And it's like when you look at the, the, the experience that's being provided by this application, it literally and I, I, you know, I, you know, if the kids is listening, cover your ears like it's literally the same shit every single time. And it's like I'm I'm like I'm like. I'm passionate about it because I, I feel like uh, uh, Gordon Ramsay. I'm just like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? It's just videos, more videos. It, you think because you stuck it inside of a UI, right? You put it in a UI, and then because that UI was beautiful and it had colors and a nice font, that that was just all, and it's like, that's not it. That's not a fitness experience. An experience, a fitness experience and I said, I, I, you know, I have some stuff that I've been writing down. And like when I connect with different people and I have conversations, one of the things that I say is like, you know, the fitness experience should represent the mind of a personal trainer or what the whole point that a coach is trying to uh, uh, um, uh, develop within their athletes and their their clients and their students is certain things that they want them to understand form consistency under certain pressure how do you perform an exercise like why is that metric not on there now yes i do have a solution for that and i'm building it but my question is year after year technology update after technology update Increase in 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 different uh, 
APIs and technologies that are on the iPhone. We got we got motion sensors. We got we got accelerometers. We have we have out out altimeters in there. We we've got um, we can the iPhone can detect uh, uh, um, it's just so much stuff that's going on and I, and I can't because I'm like I'm, I'm thinking about a thousand things at the same time but it's so many things under the hood of an iPhone and an Apple watch and it's like the same the same thing gonna come out somebody gonna make an app and they're gonna be like oh yeah I got an app I, we don't need such and such we got and and they're gonna do the same thing it's gonna be videos it's gonna be workout listen as a personal trainer and what I mean by like there is no um um there is no there aren't too many apps if any that really represent the mind of a personal trainer and what fitness is really about what i mean by that is like take for instance setting goals now everybody's got these beautiful uis beautiful interfaces but like where inside this app is there a place for a person to actually create a goal see their progress in some type of graph or chart metrics see their progress based on the things that are relevant to what it is that they're trying to achieve where they can put some notes down they can say today i have my workout x y and z happen and yes still with a beautiful interface but tie that in with a user experience it's a lot of people that's just creating they creating um i saw somebody um she put a post and she said uh, on Instagram and she said, she said, a beautiful UI without UX is like beauty with no brains. So we putting this stuff, y'all putting this stuff together and it's like, where's the brains of, not as a disc, where's the brains of the app? Like, what is it doing? You showing me a video, you saying, here's a workout, you got a beautiful thumbnail. That's, you know. Yeah, people are excited and they're using it. But something that I always say, let's not let our successes shift us into a place of complacency when creating experiences because we making money or people is happy and they saying, oh, I like. And I'm going to go on a tangent with that statement. Oh, I like people on the people saying, oh, I like this and I'm excited. And you ex it's like when you dating somebody. And you like, oh, this person is the best thing since sliced bread. Of course. And you happy. You loving it. Then something happened and you realize like, oh, wait a minute. I don't know. And then you meet somebody else one day or y'all break up and you like, oh, my goodness. This what I was missing out on. I thought that was the best thing. And this is what I was. That's what, what apps are at right now. Apps is at a place that all it takes is one exposure or a few exposures. Yes, I'm here to expose it, and I'm here to expose it because I just want to push the industry forward. I don't, you you could look at my concepts, you could look at the things that I'm doing, and you could you could copy it. You could I, that's not even the issue. I just feel like we need to take it to the next level. Cause what's going on right now, like videos, 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 fonts, and and here's a meal plan. Here's but like, how is that helping people become fitness operators? So, you know, one of the metrics that I like to focus on is um, form. 
So I developed an algorithm that could actually look at exercises specifically, not in a classification of just yoga or running or jogging or cycling, but looking at a specific exercise. You build this library out. We, we start out with a starter library and then anybody who, you know, um, licensed code from us or white labels or app from us, we can build it out for them. They can build it out themselves. We have a, you know, a utility in place for them to be able to build a library with any type of exercise or exercise sequence. But one of the things that we like to look at is looking at um, your form. So there's like a proper range in which different heights in 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 um uh genders may do or will do let's say a squat and we take that and we create a profile for that particular type of squat right we know that we our back our our hips our knees should be at certain angles so we created an algorithm that's able to look at that and tell the user hey your exercise was on point to the profile form or was off. And this is how it was off. That's a metric that is going to let somebody know whether you as their personal trainer is sitting with them or they're, they're, they're by themselves. And right now with, with, with COVID, like people need to be able to check in with themselves. But how do we do that? We got to create applications that are actually companions that actually hold um, um, our mindset, our profile, our, our, our dossier and how we do things, how we say things, how we encourage. That needs to be inside of your app. That way, when your app is delivered to your clients, to different people, to new people, they get to see how you do it while also getting experiences that actually help them augment and heighten, ameliorate their fitness journey. Videos and, 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 and more videos is just not enough because all I'm doing is I'm showing you something. It's like being in class and all I do is I'm going to say, or, or if I'm your manager and I go like, yeah, you got to do um, your job like this, this and this. But I never really give you a chance to understand why things are like that. And then one day you got to do it on your own and, or somebody asks the question to one of your clients like, well, why do you do exercises like this? Be like, that's just what my trainer said. They're not empowered. I want to just keep showing you how to fish and then you, you know. As long as you with me, that's the only way that you can operate. I want you to, I want the world over could be fit if we actually taught every person under our tutelage, under our instruction, under our exactly what they needed to be looking at and paying attention to when they're working out. And we need to inject this into apps. Better metrics. We got to have better metrics. The majority of fitness apps focus on metrics that really don't even pertain to whether or not you're actually performing properly. The, the basic metrics that you typically see are going to be calories, heart rate, um, and then some, some apps will do like, they might... Uh, let you log how many reps you did, which is cool, and or, or you know the sets that you did. But 
typically it's usually heart rate, you moved, and 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 calories. But that that's not telling me if my my form is proper. That's not telling me what my tendencies are. Tendencies is another um, metric that we cre- like to focus on. What is tendencies? Tendencies under certain pressure, under certain circumstances and stresses during an exercise. Sequence during a, a exercise uh, uh, cycle during a set. What are your tendencies under certain circumstances and situations? What are your tendencies? Tendencies being like if you go 15 reps, you have a tendency to shorten your range of motion or move too fast. Like if you know that and your app is telling you, yo, when you was doing squats, when you was doing pull ups, when you was doing kips, after a certain amount of reps, you start to get sloppy. You know where to find, like acutely, you know where to go in and change your behavior. So we created an algorithm that is part of a utility. A utility is nothing but a um, is is an app, but it's it's just a, a lightweight version of a full app that provides one type of experience and handles one aspect of whatever that niche is. And in this case, it would be fitness, right? And what Rico does is it pays attention to your movements. It'll log your reps for you, log your sets for you, and it'll give you information and metrics about what the performance that you just had based on some of the metrics that I'm telling you about. We have six metrics that we look at, but those are two that have not ever been included in apps, tendencies. So I know that when I'm jogging after X X miles, especially with the watch now, the watch has VO2. And that's another thing I want to talk about, all these advancements in technology. But the watch can now detect blood blood oxygen. So you know at uh, 800 meters, this is what your blood oxygen is. You begin to breathe better. You know at a mile and a half, your blood oxygen levels rise back up a little bit. You become a little <clears throat> bit more efficient. So now you know somewhere in between the 800 uh, meter mark and 1.5 miles, you got to figure out what's going on with you that you need to augment and change so that you can boost your 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 oxygen. Is it your food? Is it your meals? Is it what's what's going on? You know, like nutrition. These are metrics that if you as a personal trainer had an app that was doing that the people that your 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 success rate and as far as people being operators everybody going to get fit cuz they you working muscles and you calorie deficient of course and calorie deficiency doesn't mean health that's another aspect we deal with in the food and nutrition niche but Right now, we're just dealing with fitness, but like people going to get ripped. They going to get cut up. They going to lose weight because first of all, the fat don't even supposed to be there. No way. I know I was overweight. I was 260. Supposed to be like 145, 150. I'm 260, a whole person extra. So if you do, you eat the proper foods, you, you going to lose the weight. Working out, you're going to tighten up the muscles because you're moving and working them. 
But how you know if you're doing exercise right? Then one day you talk about your knees hurt, your back hurt. Like we got to have metrics that actually just help people become better at what they do. Then the second thing is with all of the technology, I'm going to just, I can call off a few. We got motion sensors, motion recognition. We got computer vision that can recognize exercises and body movements that you can program. We've got VO2 on um, the watch measuring oxygen levels. We've got um, altimeters. We have ways to track behavior. We've got augmented reality that can show previous uh, ghost workouts. It's so many ways that we could, 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 um, or I said um, motion recognition, but what I should have said, the actual uh, framework is called core motion inside of the iPhone. We've got location services. We've got, we've got so many different things accelerometers you'll be able to 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 measure the how fast you come out of the blocks right and after looking at tendencies looking at uh as one of our metrics just imagine if you took the out the accelerometer and you looked at that data that would actually tell a track runner that after so many times that they start this is the deficiency that transpires in their start time. Acute awareness. Acute awareness. That's the level that we got to get to. Acute awareness. But it's like this videos, more videos, more videos. And I love the videos because I use the videos to, you know, find my workouts out. But to, to figure out what I'm going to do for workouts sometimes. Sometimes, literally, all I do is I got people that I follow on Instagram and I literally will get a combination and sequence of different styles and genres of, of, of fitness and put them together and create me a nice workout plan. And, and as I say that, another aspect that does not exist as a whole within the fitness technologies that come out creating plans like legitimate macro micro what well, how we divided is macro your macro workout what you're going to do over a long period of time your micros what's going to happen with between a three to four day seven day uh period and then your fog the things that Things that going to always be a part of your workouts every day, stretching, mobility, stuff like that. Where's that? Setting your goals. An interface. So back to the thought process of technologies, we've got notifications, we've got widgets, we've got ways to constantly nurture our clients. Nobody's using it. With push notification, you can send a notification out, a mindset notification for all your clients. Remember the day when you do your workout and whatever it is that you would say to your clients. Right. A functional everyday widget, maybe something that has to do with nutrition. 
remember, eat X amount of fiber, do this, that, and the other. And this is part of a widget that's right on the screen of their phone, right? Now, yes, widgets did just come out, but the point that I'm push notifications been there forever. The amount of value that we could provide for somebody if we used just push notifications. If you had an app that literally had a feed in it, and instead of making people go to Instagram, I love Instagram. It's, it's a good place to meet new people. But instead of having to go to Instagram, all your followers, your clients, the people who subscribe to your services and paying. If your app actually had a fee, what we call that utility in our ecosystem is high note highlights and notifications. It gives you a fee widgets and notifications. And when you put something and, and go on the back end and create um, a script, a text, something that you want to send out to your people, an article, whatever it is, right? They're able to then read it in a feed. You could push something as a notification to give them encouragement, reminders, widgets, keep that long lasting presence. Every time they open a phone or slide through their pages, they see and remember. But this is the type of stuff that we should be doing. This is what we need to be doing with fitness apps. Giving people the opportunity to really learn and grow. So like I said, we have to come up with, with solutions. We've come up with solutions at White Spazio and we present them to the world. But it's just something for people to think about. Like, what was your journey? And is the way that you lost your weight, became a trainer, came up with your, your how you do things, is that in your application? Is that process in there? We got to realize that people follow us and people subscribe to our services and buy from us based on the fact that they have a need that's so great that they don't notice that what you're offering is good, but it could be great because they're so in the negative that they really can't even see that like this could be better. Now, if you went to another trainer, right, if you're in, in a prime example, as a personal trainer, if you went to another trainer, and was like, yeah, let me train you. And, and, and the system that you bring in them is less than what they have. They're going to be like, like, you're not showing me nothing. But if you go to somebody who knows nothing about working out, doesn't know anything about really how to do too much on their own or really don't care to know, they could care less. They just want to lose the weight. They could care less about the process and all of that right now. They think they care less about it. You can impress them because they be like, oh, my God, this is this is awesome. I ain't going to call no names, but it's somebody on Instagram right now that's telling people about all of this money that they can make and they can, they can 10x and all of this. And it's like if we generate in millions and millions of dollars and the best experience that we could give is this bullshit drag and drop. That's not creating no type of experience. That will augment your fitness lifestyle. Don't just tie it in and give me something that's going to really augment and, and, and cause my mindset to be like, damn, I did not know. Elite athletes to people who just sitting at home working out. 
well, they wouldn't be sitting, but who's at home working out, we offering them metrics and 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 experience we offering them experiences that are augmenting their mind and process about fitness and health on on a grand scale not no plug and play drag and drop 10 minute bullshit because i don't care what you say and how you say it i'm in my bag and i'm on a tangent i apologize about that not really but listen like that's bull Where's the user experience at? What are you really creating for the people who are following you? And with all of this technology and all of the stuff that's available to us out here, we need to dig into it. Now, I digress because I'll say this. I don't really believe that the majority, 90%, 85% of people and I, when I say people, I'm talking about trainers, teachers, yoga instructors, gym owners, fitness brand, you know, personalities. I don't really believe that that's what they just want to do. But we have been uh, there's this systemic belief and behavior that has been induced upon all of us for so long that we don't really realize that we literally caught in the fucking matrix of fitness. We in the matrix and I'm like, I'm woke now and I'm just, I've been woke. I just wasn't putting it out. I would have my own little stuff and I'm like, I'm tired of sit. I can't sit back. I can't drag my feet no more because I'm just like, yo, this guy change for real. This has to change. Don't put out another app with a, a, a pretty UI that has no brains to it because you're just doing the same thing. Please. It's for the right and this is why you got to build what you build. People who don't have apps right now, people who thinking about building one, the, the advice that I give is like, this is why you got to build and really find out what it's going to take to make the best possible experience for the people that's following you. Because the moment that somebody cracks the seal and shows what's really missing all of the success that you had, it starts to siphon off and then you panic and you might want to do whatever. I'm going to shake this whole thing up literally worldwide It's going to be shaken because right now I'm sitting back and I'm like, which is going to take us into the next uh, um, podcast part of the series. But I'm looking at even my favorite. I love Apple to death. Love them to die. Like if you even say Android to me, I feel like you, you, you cursing at me. Like you disrespecting me. You don't care about me at all. If you be like, do you want an Android product or a Samsung or a something phone? If it ain't a TV, I ain't rocking with it. So that's how I feel about Apple. But like you, you, there's so much that Apple does that's great. But when I looked at this new service that they putting out, it's, it has its place. It's not innovative. What's innovative is the watch that they just released. Series 6. That's innovative. You got a watch that can measure not only your heart rate, pulse, call the police if you, uh, the ambulance if you fall down, um, uh, 
can look at your blood alcohol, I mean, your blood uh, oxygen levels, I mean, on your wrist, and tell time, send phone calls, listen to mute. Like, that's innovation. But this new service that they got, no diss, but it's renovation. Beachbody been doing it, doing videos. Uh, people on Instagram been doing videos. So now it's just taking what's on your watch and putting it on the screen. Literally, that's all. It's taking, at the end of the day, it's taking what's on your watch, putting it on the screen. Now you can see it. Instead of looking down at your arm, it's on the screen. The video, like, innovative? I'm just going to be straight, straight up. Innovative, I ain't even going, I'm, I'm, I'm on the tangent, that's for the next series, but literally, innovative would have been a hundred Zoom call or a hundred FaceTimes directly into the platform. You can see everybody's face who chooses to, that's in that session at that particular time of day, like you just walked into a classroom. Y'all could all speak to each other. Y'all could all collaborate or talk after the workout, send messages, text. You can meet your significant other during one of these sessions right on the screen while y'all working out after class. Combining those features together. That would have been innovative, a little bit more innovative. Right. Being able to create battles with people that you spinning with when they tell you for the next two minutes, I want y'all to spin like you ain't never spin before. And you could just met somebody and be like, yo, hey, how you doing, Becky? My name is George or Kareem. And, I, you know, hey, let's race. Way to build up. So, like, it's ways to do stuff. But, like, we doing the same thing or renovating. So it's like back to my point of like with all of this technology out here. I swear. <laughs> if somebody else make another app with just videos and here's your workout plan for the week. OK, so if I'm by myself, it's, it's, it's tons of people who literally don't want to pay for a trainer. They like working out by themselves. They like the. So how can they benefit from your app if that is the avenue that they take? How can they benefit from your app? Are you maximizing your experiences with all of the technology that is listed? I'm literally because I, I mean, I literally I've had enough of the mediocrity. So we got core motion. We got map kit. We got core graphics. So core graphics, um, Sprite Kit. You could use Sprite Kit to create virtual avatars that could, let's say, the more that you work out, the more that your particular avatars uh, stats go up. And then you can take those stats into virtual play fields and games where you could actually work out against people. I mean, imagine, I don't know what's going on with the whole CrossFit thing. I don't really know what of a name to give it to them. 
despite the comments that the bull made, but just imagine a crop a crossfit competition where uh individuals actually during this COVID time could be in a house, right? Could be in a house, strap their phone, they watch on, keep track of all of their movements, and as they actually are working out, of course, via camera, their avatars uh stats are going up their avatars are performed and they literally in a virtual space where everybody is 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 doing a workout together like it's so many it's just so many ways that we could just i'm just go going off the cuff like off the top of the head like i mean we we gotta we just we gotta put a lot more focus into experiences and you know I mean, as I close out, like the let's let the next uh, generation of fitness applications, health and fitness applications really represent a thought process that is uh, congruent to what fitness truly should be, how fitness trainers and coaches actually think. And not just more of the same uh, uh, butt of the spear. I want to be tip of the spear. I don't know about y'all, but I want anything that I do, I put out to be tip of the spear. And sometimes I want it to be tip of the spear so much, I find myself in a loop where I'm like trying to perfect instead of putting it out. But like, tip of the spear. Edge of the blade. Come on. So it's like, let's focus on that experience, man. And really like, you know, I repeat, I repeat this often, but like, instead of telling me about how much, how, how 10X, 10X your income, paying clients, like, I thought I was closing out, but I'm going to tell you a story. That's one of the reasons the whole money structure was one of the reasons why I stopped with fitness years ago. I mean, I ran cross country in high school, ran track. I was, you know, weightlifting. I was just, fitness has just been my life since literally I was 13. I'm 43 now. So like fitness always been my life. That's the thing that I knew and I did. And I knew that I was on point in my life when I worked out. But one of the reasons why I stopped being a personal trainer, I stopped caring about the industries because I just all I would hear people talk about is money, money, money. And then they my 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 managers would get mad with me, like, you helping them out. You giving them a free work. So everything that uh social media is built on now, give give free content away, give free things away. They literally whooped that out of me. I just was like to the point where I was just like, yo, I hate fitness industry, man. I really I started to hate it. Cause you always talking about money. And now you got these people out here giving out these so-called you could you could get your own app in like 10 15 minutes really really you get your own app in 10 15 minutes our process white labeling is two to three weeks because there's a process to it there's a conversation there's some things blah 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 but that's for another another time but like it's just 10x so you get money paying clients like is it about paying clients i don't hear nobody talking about experience 
Everybody is talking about money. Money, 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 money. Like, what is the experience that you're providing people? Because if you're providing people this drag and drop, plug and play, no real UX bullshit, it's not, that's not what this is about. And what you actually doing, when you subscribe to that, and I'm saying this straight up, when you do that, you actually stealing from the people that you say you care about because you providing them with this is garbage. And I don't think you stealing or trying to take something from them like on some like uh, uh, Machiavellian malicious malignant intent. But it ain't utopic. You stealing from them because you, you, the, the level of, of, of understanding and there's a massive amount of ignorance about what's available. And so you just. Via collateral damage causing causing people taking away from people and like we got to stop that when I tell people that I care about their experience when they have like I, I care about their experience. So I said to myself, like when I create an app for somebody or I create an app that a person can white label, what kind of experiences are part of that? Well, one of the things that I know is that anybody that I work out with, like I'm like what you eat. so I already know that a fitness, a meal plan has to be there. But I also, when I build that experience, also know that every meal plan that you build, people ain't going to follow it 100%. They, 60 to 70% of the times, they f- going to probably follow it. Unless you like an extreme hardcore, like um, one of the daughters from uh, Sweden. I love all of them. Blonde hair, just whatever. But like, unless you one of them and you, that's all, that's your life day in and day out. 60 for 70 percent of the time people don't even follow they 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 work out or they meal plan to the to the t so why do we not have one of the, the the features that i like to add dynamic adjustments that's like a thing if you augment or change your meal for the day it should shift and change your meals for the rest of the day or for the rest of the week so that you can still meet your requirements so that you can still get the micronutrients you need, which is we still don't focus on. Your vitamin A, your vitamin B, or your minerals, your potassium, your calcium, your electrolyte. Like we still don't don't really focus on those metrics. But one of the things that we do is we create, you know, a dynamic system so that it really adjusts. So when I'm building an experience for somebody, I'm thinking about all of these things. What would I tell my clients? I'd be like, hey, you can go to Target and get this. You can go to Whole Foods and get that. So when I create a shopping list, user interface, I know that they should be able to filter through and all of their items that are at Target and all of their items that are at Whole Foods and all of their items that are at Sprouts or wherever they choose to, wherever it is that they choose to uh, shop at and giving them information about what it is that they're actually buying and how it's going to affect their bodies. Like these are experiences that I'm thinking about when I'm building an app and I'm saying, if this person couldn't talk to me at all, how could I still put my, my, my dossier, my, my, uh, my MI instead of, artificial intelligence, my intelligence into the application that would still guide them 
like a companion, even if I'm not standing there with them. It's almost like I'm in their pocket and they just pull it out and they'd be like, if they ask the question, what would Giorgio do? They could literally look at any part of this app and be like, oh, this is what, what would the trainer from X, Y, and Z place or from London or from Japan or wherever, what would they do? And that's how the app is operating based on your profile and how you want to train your people. Like, it's like, just, we got to get better. We had a solutions, white spots, yo. We got this white label and service. We build these utilities. Each utility handles a specific aspect of something that I just talked about and more, right? You combine those utilities together. You could use them separately or you could create your a app 